Ted Stripper, Chapter 11. Scene 36. What happened? I asked Margo. We're in the elevator on our way down to the first floor. Just got bent out of shape because I kissed you, Margo says. Really? She started kissing me and said she wanted to do me right there on the kitchen floor. Too bad she didn't, Margo said. Why's that? If I walked in, she says, and found you two doing it on the floor, I would have made it a threesome before you two knew which end was up. Sounds interesting. Sure does, she says. That's not the way it went with us. She followed me to the kitchen and said she wanted to wring my fucking neck. That is a little different. But I predicted this was going to happen, she says. My sixth sense knew things weren't going to go smoothly. Pretty much inevitable. How so? To begin with, we looked apart of boyfriend and girlfriend. We do look apart, she smiles. And we played our parts well. So if she's so hot for me, like you insist, our kissing's going to make her jealous. Now let me ask you a question. Sure. You're gorgeous. Why not boyfriend? Long story. I don't have a curfew. The bell rings. We step off the elevator and begin walking across the lobby. Leaving so soon, Miss Margot, the doorman asks. Work tomorrow, Fritz, she says. Have to get up early. Then good evening to you, Miss Margot. Good evening to you, Fritz, she says. See you next time. And nice to meet you, Mr. Steve. Hope to see you again. Likewise, Fritz. We reach the exit and the door opens automatically. We step outside, take a few steps, and stop and look at each other. Do you? I ask. Do I what? Have to work tomorrow. Nah, she says. I just didn't want to prolong the conversation. Then let's hear your long story about why no boyfriend. Okay. She takes my hand and leads me toward our parked cars. I caught the prick cheating on me, so I dumped him. When was that? Five months ago, she says. What about you? I already told you. No time for relationships right now. So you haven't had a girlfriend for how long, she asks. Well, my last legitimate girlfriend was um, two years ago. Beautiful girl. She's talking about getting married, having kids, and buying a house in the suburbs. So what happened, she asks. I had a real job back then. Territory manager for a large textile manufacturer. Did a lot of traveling. Anyway, I took a business trip to Albany during the summer. While I'm gone, she goes down to Long Beach Island. Why there, she asks. Her parents are rich. They own a mansion on the beach. And? And one of my buddies goes to the Tiki Bar one night. Very popular place on LBI. And he sees her dancing with some guy. Next thing he knows, they're all over each other, right there on the dance floor, kissing and shit. So he calls me. Well, you're still in Albany, she says, asleep in my hotel room. But he wants me to know right away. So when I get back home, I confront her and she admits it. She's sorry. Oh, so sorry. Got drunk. Didn't know what she was doing. Never happened again. Please forgive her. You know, all that happy horse shit. But you didn't buy it, she says. No fucking way. And no way I could ever trust her again after that. Don't need drama like that in my life. Well, she said, you got a triple header right now. How's that? To begin with, she says, there's Jess and Pablo. Then we have Jess and you. And now add in me and you. Why me and you? We're on a date, she says. We're pretending to be on a date. Are we pretending, she says? I don't know about you, but I'm not pretending anymore. You're not? No, she says. I not only find you attractive, but sexy as hell. And adding the fact I'm horny as hell because I haven't been with the man the last five months.
that's it for chapter 11. I don't know about you, but it looks to me like they're going to get it on. And damn it, I still didn't get that shave yet. Next time. Uh, I'll see you for chapter 12.